0: Well, praise the Lord, and welcome to the broadcast today. This is Cross Time with Pastor Curtis, and I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson here in the studio this morning getting ready for a wonderful Bible study and be gathered around God's words of life, light, and liberty. I pray that the Lord would give us that which we need today, and I know He's going to, so I encourage you, get your Bibles and get ready to gather around the wonderful words of our Lord. We're going to see something today in this part nine of the secret and the fear of the Lord that's going to bless you, I believe it will, as it has blessed me as we look further into this this great truth, this great reality of experience because as you will study the Word of God, you'll find out that the fear of the Lord is what allows God to to bring the experience of all that he is into your life you say well i thought it was faith in the cross yes only those who fear the lord properly according to the scriptures are going to they're going to be the people that are experiencing the power and the wisdom of the cross and we've seen that if you've not seen the prior eight sessions on this particular topic i encourage you to go back and listen. You can find them all on the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. You can find them all on the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, under cross time there. And uh, you, you need to hear them, you know, you know, just doing this and doing that. A lot of people, uh, for years, we can go through the motions and not have the fear of the Lord. And we're going to see it more particularly today In the book of Malachi, as I promised you, that's where we'd be when we did our last session on the 15th of December. And by the way, Happy New Year to all of you. It's such a wonderful uh, opportunity for us to go into a new year. Uh, God has promised us, as I ministered last Sunday from uh, Psalm 6511, God has already promised us that He's crowned our year with his goodness and he's dropped abundance in his path, if we'll let him lead us in his path and not try to pull him over into our path, we'll find the abundance of God's will for his plan in our lives this year. And I'm thankful to know that. I am very thankful to know that. So, again, before we get started, uh, you can check out everything we do at thecrosswaychurch.com, the website or the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, and I encourage you to do that. The Lord is really, really ministering to those that he's raised up and that he is teaching the fear of the Lord, those he's teaching to be determined to know nothing other than Christ and him crucified. I don't think the church has known what that really means other than just some basic initial statement. We're not supposed to know anything Uh, you know, on how to get saved other than what Jesus did at Calvary. But my friends, it's much, far, much deeper than that. That not knowing anything other than the cross of Christ. And uh, I'm telling you, we are learning. We're being blessed. And the Lord's favor is upon us. And we're going to see that even in a more special and deeper way today in the book of Malachi. And of course... Our, our series here on the secret and the fear of the Lord is all based on the, 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 the springboard, if you will, scripture for this series is Psalms twenty five fourteen, And if you've not seen that, you've not read that, you've not, uh, you know, uh, acknowledged that, then you need to. Psalms chapter 25, verse 14 reveals a great, I believe, a mystery, a great Uh, A door, a great, uh, it's a revelation as to why people are not accepting. The way of the cross for their moment by moment living it's 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 a reason it's the reason why people are rebelling against Jesus and what he did at Calvary even for their initial salvation let me quote that Bible verse for you this morning Psalms 25 14 I hope you would have it in your Bibles before your eyes this morning if you don't already know that Bible verse because it is a word from the Lord that can reveal so much to you as to why Or why not? Some things are happening and some things are not happening for the child of God. Listen to Psalms 25 and 14. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he shows them his covenant. He makes known to them his covenant. He reveals to them his covenant. Not everybody. Not everybody, and we'll see that confirmed here again in the scriptures. And again, if you've missed any of the prior eight sessions, I encourage you, go back and listen, you will be overwhelmed with joy as you see the truth concerning this very topic in God's Word, the secret and the fear of the Lord. Let's look in the book of Malachi today in chapter 2, is where we'll begin And the Bible here says, and now, O ye priests, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear, and if you will not lay it to heart, to give glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts. I will even send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Yea, I have cursed them already, because you do not lay it to heart. Behold, I will corrupt your seed and spread dung upon your faces, even the dung of your solemn feasts, and one shall take you away with it. Now, these are negative things, very negative things that are happening to the priests of Israel because they would not take to heart the word of the Lord. They would not respond as doers of the word even though they had heard the word and watch now in verse 3 again behold i will corrupt your seed and spread dung and this is talking about your descendants see if we're not living right and we're not understanding the way of the cross for moment by moment living and we're not becoming determined to know nothing else What do you think your children are going to be? What's going to happen to your children? Because they're watching you. They're listening to you and they're watching you. And that's the way it's always been. Watch now. Behold, I will corrupt your seed and spread dung upon your faces, even the dung of your solemn feasts, and one shall take you away with it. This means everything that they had made The feast about after their own carnal flesh was going to be smeared on their faces. It was going to be the fruit of their lives when it could have been the fruit that God says is better than all the gold and choice silver in the world. Watch verse 4 now. And you shall know that I have sent this commandment unto you that my commandment, my covenant, that my covenant might be with Levi, saith the Lord of hosts. Watch now. My covenant was with him of life and peace, and I gave them life and peace to him because the fear wherewith he feared me and was afraid before my name. That means he was reverend before the name of the Lord, what the name of the Lord represented, which was the promised Messiah, the Savior of the world. That's all the names of God in the Old Testament pointed to the one who would give his life on Calvary's cross, the one in whose name Jesus reveals all of who God is and what God's plan is for man and the avenue through which (coughs) he imparts it all and will not deviate from that way, the way of Christ and him crucified. He will not deviate from it. You know, every once in a while you hear ministers that talk about it's the way of the cross, it's the way of the cross, and then out of their same lips they'll say, but sometimes God will, God no, God will never deviate from his way of the cross because it's the only path, that being of righteousness, that he leads in. Righteousness comes from no other place than Christ and him crucified. No other place, not for initial declaration of being righteous in Christ Jesus, but also for any fruit that God is looking for that must be the fruit of our righteousness in Christ Jesus. He won't deviate from the way that he works and produces so that you can bear the fruit of what he's working, he's producing in you, being the fruit of righteousness. So, Let's read this again and this is going to get real interesting today and I believe the Lord's going to reveal some things to you maybe that you've never heard before, you've not known or if you have, he's going to make it more concrete and alive in your heart with a greater joy than you've ever had before in your Christian life. So watch this very carefully. In verse 4, he says, And you shall know that I have sent this commandment unto you that my covenant might be with Levi, saith the Lord of hosts. My covenant was with him of life and peace, and I gave them life and peace to him because of the fear wherewith he feared me, and he was afraid before my name, which means he reverenced my name. Now, some few years ago, I'll tell you this, and I love remembering when this happened. Some few years ago, I was studying the Word in the Old Covenant, and I began to see the Lord saying about the tribe of Levi that they were my people. The Levi- Levites are my own. The Levites are mine. And I was thinking, what in the world? I mean, all of the tribes of the old covenant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Jacob's 12 sons, all of those tribes, they belonged to God. They were God's people, all 12. But I begin to see God calling Levi, and you can find this if you go back and search for it, it's there, and I'm about to share with you where it all began. But he began to call the Levites his own people, my own, the Levites are my own and, uh, and, and I began to think, what, what? And so I began to look back and, 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 and search back, and, and, I, and, I, and the Lord led me down this trail, and this trail of truth led me all the way back to where that began. And that was when Moses was on the mountain, and the people of Israel, only after being delivered from Egypt, 50 days, that's five zero. only 50 days, not even two full months, having experienced all that power of God that brought them out of Egypt. And they had built a golden calf while Moses was on the mountain. And when they Moses came down the mountain, he saw such sinfulness that he threw the stones, the law, and broke them. And then he came down. And he was used of the Lord. The Lord spoke through him and said, Who, and and notice Moses didn't say, Who's on my side? He said, Who's on the Lord's side? Who's on the Lord's side? And out of all the 12 tribes, all the however many people that was, only a few of the Levites came out from among all the 12 tribes. Now the word Levi, the name Levi, means joined to. And it, was, and it was manifest in that very story why God gave Levi the name he gave him and the lineage that he gave him is because this would be the people that would be joined to God out of all the tribes of Israel. This would be the people that would be joined to him, especially on that day when he, Moses said, who's on the Lord's side? And only a few of the Levites came out. Not even all the Levites came out. you got to understand, not everybody in your family is going to come out from the calf building that's going on in most all the church today. But there are a few that's hearing the cry of God who's on the Lord's side. It's happening right now, again, in this golden calf building age of the church i'm telling you oh we talk about the cross oh we use the word cross oh we say jesus but we're trusting in everything but jesus and his cross we are glorying in our preachers we're glorying in our music we're glorying in our denominations we're glorying in pentecost we're glorying in everything but the only Thing God says He's allowed His people to boast in, and that me in that being the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you can find that written for you in Galatians 6:14. God forbids that we boast in anything other than the cross. Because if we're not trusting in and boasting and preaching and teaching and singing the message of the cross, we're boasting in self in a deceitful and very deceptive way. And beguiled by men, deceived by men, it's happening by the drove in the true blood-bought church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about people who aren't saved. There are many tares among the wheat, of course. But I'm talking about those who've truly been born again. We've, We've reverted to calf building every year some new program some new fad comes in and this is it this is the move of God this is going to usher in the greatest move of God and all oh, we sound so spiritual in all this and, and we, people just give and give and give and all they're doing is throwing their money in the air and God's not using any of it I said he's not using any of it if he's forbid our boast being anything but the cross then anything we're giving. To, that's not the focus of the cross is you might as well be throwing your money in the air outside and letting it blow it away because that's all that's happening there's no dividends on giving that's not giving to that which God said he only allows our boast to be in I, I, that's, listen I'm not being ugly I'm just telling you that's the way it is and when these people listen, listen this is why when Moses says under the anointing of the Holy Spirit who's on the Lord's side only a few of the Levites came out and then the word of the Lord to them those that came out was to go back in with their sword and slaughter those of their own families that didn't come out with them get that now this is the place this is the place where God began to call the Levites his own This is the place that Levi showed the reverence to the Lord. That he did have the fear of the Lord in his heart. And if you look at this, he says in verse 5, My covenant was with him of life and peace. You see, the covenant of God is about life and peace. And Jesus came to us and he said... He is that life. He is that peace. And His cross, the blood of His cross, Colossians 1.20, tells us that that's how He made our peace, by the blood of His cross. No other way. We might think we have the peace of God because we're living in a nation where we go to bed at night and we sleep and bombs aren't going off and people aren't attacking us in war, but the spiritual warfare on this nation is greater than it's ever been before in the history of this nation right now the spiritual all the stuff you see going on about the border about the no policemen get rid of the cops get rid of the law let everybody out of jail that's all satanic and it's a rebellion against the civil order that the bible says is of god and and it's just really it's a tearing down of everything that God has built and blessed us through in this nation, being through those that feared the Lord, that had a fear of the Lord, a reverence for the Lord in their hearts. And you have to understand, where there is no fear of God, there would be no move of God. Not the move that you want to experience. There's always going to be a move of God. God is moving now. But listen, you want the move of God that's giving you the experience of what Jesus came to die for. Which is life in peace. Life abundantly in peace that surpasses even our own understanding. You want that. But the reason God said the covenant is with Levi is because Levi came out from among the calf builders, the golden calf builders. They realized they'd been wrong. Do you realize you've been wrong? Have you come out from among those who are preaching everything, focused on everything? All, all, listen, all a all preacher these days... Needs is the Hollywood to come out with a new movie that's got some kind of spiritual twist on it. And most everything you'll hear preached that coming Sunday is based on that movie. I'm telling you, we, we've, we've moved so far away from being focused on the covenant, which is Jesus said was in his blood, that the new covenant is in his blood. And uh, we need to come back to the cross, my friend. There's not going to be a revival. Anything that's called a revival that's not the focus on and the boast in the slain lamb and is not revival. It's only a revival of the sin nature and dead works. And that will be very deceitful and deceptive in these last days. It already is. People laugh and make fun of us and for our boast in the cross. They they say that's ridiculous to think God only works in one way. But the Bible says he only works in one way. Cain didn't like it and he lost everything he had, including his soul. Listen, everybody who chooses another way other than Calvary for all the grace of God is is losing right now. They're losing time, they're losing ground, they're losing even that which they seem to have had. They're going to lose that too, Jesus taught. So we need to make very sure that we understand it's those who fear the Lord who God is going to show his covenant to. And those he's showing his covenant to, they're declaring his covenant. That means they're declaring the cross of Christ. For without that, we can't see the covenant. If we're not seeing the covenant, if you've ever wondered why, you know, you, you why why did you? why Why have you? Receive the word of the truth of the gospel, why are you walking in the revelation that God gave Paul? Why, why have you rejected? Why have you found yourself coming out of all the golden calf building of today and back to a focus on the cross? My friend, there's only one answer. There's not many. There's not two. It's because the fear of the Lord was found in your heart. And he began to show you his covenant. And you begin to share his covenant. You, do you understand that? This is the answer for those who ask, well, why, why is the Lord showing me this about the focus of the message of the cross? Why has he been able to bring me back to the truth of Calvary and my family won't accept it? The churches all over town don't want anything to do with the focus of the cross. The, the, the Pentecostal church is still saying all the answer for power is Pentecost. The, the answer for sanctification is Pentecost, being baptized with the Holy Spirit. Why are they still stuck? in the the answers that are not the answers and the things that will not work for them until they come back to the focus of and the boast in Calvary's cross. Why, Why are they not and you have? It's not because God just chose you above them. It's not because you're better than them. It's for one reason only, that the fear that God finds in your heart is the fear of the Lord and not the fear of men. You see, the fear of man, the Bible says in more than one place, is a snare. It's a trap. But the fear of the Lord is a strong confidence. The fear of the Lord uh, is a fountain of life that delivers from the snares of death. That death is not just being lost and dead in sins and undone, unsaved, but you and I, as the church, can be dead. A good dead or a bad dead. Colossians chapter 3 says we're dead with Christ hidden in God, but there can be a negative dead, such as the church in the Sardis was told by Jesus through John you got a name that you're alive you got a lot going on but you're dead you're dead Paul said he was alive once without the law talking about his born again experience but when the commandment came when he reached back and tried to live according to the law the sin nature revived and he died I hope you understand that today the answer for which you seek will for all the way of God to be revealed to you, for the word of God to be revealed to you in its true light so that you can walk with your Lord in the light that he is in. It's the light of his word, the word of his power through which he's upholding all things right now, which is the word. What's the word of his power? It's the word of the gospel, the word of the cross. It's not just going around in decree. Listen, at the end of the day, all these years that these folks have went around decreeing and declaring and trying to present this and that and calling things into existence that are not into existence, uh, just mishandling the word of God according to their own carnal flesh to entertain men to make money, exploiting men. Listen, at the end of the day, They don't have anything. At the end of the day, they have nothing. At the end of our day, we have this great truth of the presence and the power of our God. This great truth of who Jesus is and what he's doing, where he's doing it, and exactly what it is he's working, he's doing. We know from where the voice comes, the avenue through which it comes through to reach our hearts today, and we're not, listen, we're not going around entertaining men, we're preaching the message by which men can learn to fear the Lord. The, 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 there is no, listen, wherever the, the absence of the focus of the Lamb, the focus of the cross is, there is a lack of the fear of the Lord. God's, God don't care about tears. God's not honoring tears. He cares about the tears we cry, but he's not going to move based on our tears. You won't find that in the Word. He's not going to move. If that were the case, he'd be moving in, in, in a, such a mighty way because there's more tears on this planet. There's more tears in the church. People cry themselves. God's people cry themselves to sleep every night wanting just wanting to know why they're stuck in these chains of bondage? Why can't they get out of these chains of bondage? And until their heart comes back to the fear of the Lord, instead of trying to please men, the fear of men, they value their licenses and their ordinations more than they do the truth of the gospel. Listen, you got to go back to this story in the Old Covenant in Exodus. Where Moses said, Who's on the Lord's side? That's the cry going out today through the preaching of the gospel, the message of the cross. Uh, who's on the Lord's side? You got, my friend, you got to be willing to give up that which you thought Christianity was all about. And your lips would never say that, but your works show that. You, I've had people tell me, I love the teaching and the preaching that comes out of Crossway Church, but I could never leave my grandmother's church, she'd turn over in her grave. Listen, we tell on ourselves. We prove where our faith is. That's where her faith, that woman that told me that, that's where her faith is. It's either in her grandmother or her place of gathering or that preacher or that denomination. It's not in the cross. It's not in the cross. When you, listen, when your heart begins to fear the Lord again, I'm talking about fear, listen, the fear of the Lord is not something we just say we have. The fear of the Lord is something that we have and God acknowledges it and he shows us his covenant. And when he's showing us his covenant, he brings us out from among everything that is not partaking of that covenant. We begin to warn against everything that is distracting God people from that covenant we begin to warn it doesn't matter who you're related to it doesn't matter how long you've been in that mess it doesn't matter what was your mama's and grandmama's local church all that becomes nothing compared to the something now that God is revealing to you and for Levi and his descendants to come out from among all that was golden calf building all that was focused on Everything but what brought them out of Egypt, it took a move of God. The church is crying out for revival, and God's offering them revival, but there is the only ones who are, are experiencing revival are those such as Levi who came out from among the golden calf builders. There are churches in every community. that They don't even preach what they really believe from their pulpits and 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 i personally know who they are in our community and where and who the churches are i know them they don't preach their doctrine from their pulpit if they did the church would empty out if they really knew what those preachers in that denomination believe they can't preach their doctrine from their pulpit they wait for till they see men putting on a show like they totally want to surrender to God, but in all reality, they're just surrendering to them, and then they take them in a back room, and they begin, now that they see they've got control over them, they begin to pour out to them, this small group of people, what they really believe and teach here, because now they know they will follow them. And they're not preaching their doctrine from their pulpit. Oh, there's a lot of mess that's being that that make up ministries that they're really not preaching and they can't. They can't preach it or they'd lose their people. And which proves right there by that fact and reality that I'm very well aware of and that goes on in every town and city in the world is proof that they're trying to control and are controlling. All that partake in their ministries. And we're not here as, as ministers to control. We're here to relinquish our control by preaching the message of the cross. The message of the cross. Hallelujah. If that's not involved in all that's going on and if that's not the centerpiece in your ministry, your ministry is off track and it's, it's been thwarted. It's been attacked and it's, be, it's being consumed by what's attacking it, which is the lie. The lie, did God really say? Do we, Moses comes down the mountain and he says, who's on the Lord's side? And don't you know they all said, we all on the Lord's side. Do you remember another story in the book of Numbers where, who was it? Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, three men rose up and said, we all God's holy children. We all holy. We all God's people. And see, and and that's true if you're a Christian. But there was a time in that story when God said, "You might be my people, but I've called them to lead. I hadn't called you to lead them. I've chosen Moses to be my servant and to guide you, and you'll listen to them, or you won't make it." It's what it was under the old covenant. Amen. That that's representative of us either going the way of Jesus today being the way of his cross or 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 we're not We're it's not going to be well with us if we even make it if we even make it get that now many are being led by nothing more than mere men today the fear of man controls most of the church and in that story God says okay you you get one man every a staff a staff from the leader of every tribe And and this story in Numbers, and I want you to bring it. And we're going to put it in this tent. And in the morning, we're going to see who I chose. And the rod of Aaron's staff the next morning. Not only had budded and bloomed, but had bare almonds. Get this now. A miracle took place because God was showing these three rebellious people who, who he chose to lead them. Amen. And that's all representative of the story now that we're in under the new covenant where there's not but one head, and that's Jesus Christ. There's not but one captain of our salvation. And that's why we've been told we're not to follow any preacher that's not following Christ. And then Jesus, our leader, our head, the captain of our salvation, has laid out what they will look like. He told us, you can't follow me unless you deny yourself and take up your cross. You can't even be my disciple unless you bear your cross. See, the cross is not your situations. Your cross is the same truth about Jesus dying on the cross for you and you being crucified with him. Oh no, your divorce is not your cross. Your diagnosis of cancer is not your cross. You better understand what the cross means in your times of, those, of that bad news when it comes. The times of hardness. You, the, the church don't know this and that's why when hard times, hardness comes, they're without an answer. They're told by most preachers today, you just need to give that to the Lord, and those preachers don't even know what that means. Pray your way through. Oh, you need to be giving finances. So God, all these things told to men to keep them bound under the law of doing instead of looking to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus through faith in what he did on the cross. So, you see... God, in that story, back to that story in the book of Numbers, God caused an earthquake, pushed all of them in it, families, children, wives, all, everything they had in that hole and closed it back up and swallowed them up. So there are those who have the fear of the Lord and the secret of the Lord is with them that fear Him, reverence Him, And let's go back over to Malachi chapter 2 and let's start in verse 1 again and see how this may be written then. but how does it relate to us today? Let's read it now that we've heard what we've heard and I pray the Lord give you a, a deeper work of the cross in your heart. And now, O ye priests, this commandment is for you. Are you and I not the priests? the new covenant priesthood of believers in the New Testament? Yes, we are. If you will not hear the message of the cross, if you will not lay it to heart, that is the focus of the Lamb, the message of the cross, to give glory unto my name. And listen, the New Testament teaches... We can't give glory to the name of the Lord unless we're beholding the glory of the Lord being changed into that glorious image, going from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord as we behold that glorious image as in a mirror. We're not giving glory to the name of the Lord in the new covenant unless we're beholding the new covenant which Jesus said is in His blood. It's the message of the cross, my friend. Watch. If you will not hear, why are your family members, why are the churches in your community calling you the division problem? You're the one causing division. You won't have anything to do with anybody. No, it's they won't have anything to do with you. See, for them to have something to do with us means they've got to admit they're repenting from all that they've been focused on, and they're coming back now to the focus of Calvary. When they do that, we can all then find the unity of the faith of the Son of God and be found together striving for the faith of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But until then, we what do we get together for? They're proving that that's not what their focus is. It's not what their faith is really completely in. They're proving it. If you will not hear, if you will not lay it to heart, to give glory unto my name, not the name of a man, not the name of a ministry, not the name of a denomination, unto the name of the Lord. If you will not give glory unto my name, saith the Lord, I will even send a curse upon you. Is this not written in the New Testament? Those that receive some other gospel that's not a gospel, let them be what? Accursed. Let them be accursed. Listen, everything that's not a, fake, a, a focus of in faith in the sacrifice of Christ brings the curse of the law back into our lives, which was what? Death. Death. The church in Sardis was told they were dead. Paul said he died. You, as a Christian, can be spiritually dead. Non-fruitful, non-fruit-bearing. Read the letter to the Galatians. That's what the whole letter is about. I marvel that you so soon have removed yourselves from him that has called you into this marvelous grace, into this grace. He don't remove himself from us. We remove ourselves from him. By removing ourselves from the folk, the devil can't remove you. Men can't remove you, but you can allow the lies of the enemy and the lies and religion of men to remove you. You have to remove yourself. And most have today. If they hadn't, they'd be excited about the focus of the cross. When they came to our churches, listen, they they and it. They would love hearing the message of the cross. And they would take the message back to their churches. Hallelujah. And listen, there are people who let other preachers come that don't know this focus and this great truth of moment-by-moment moment living required by God to be the focus of and faith in the sacrifice of the Lamb. but they come and they talk a little bit about it when they're in those churches but then when they go back to their church they prove they were just there for an offering they were just there uh, for fame they were just there uh, but they go back to their church and they're not preaching it which proves what? they're not seeing it why aren't they seeing it? because the fear of the Lord is not there Either God's a liar or his word is true. And I know which I believe. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he shows them his covenant. No, no. Don't don't change the words. Don't add to the words. His covenant is Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's the covenant. Because I know some people hear this and they say, well, uh, he's preaching the benefits. I understand where to teach and preach the benefits, but that's not what the Bible says God shows those that fear him. He says he shows them the covenant. The covenant. Mm. Notice this. Let's look here in Malachi. Let's read this again because this is just, Type and shadow in old covenant come to light in Christ Jesus under the new covenant. The old revealed in the new. Watch. Let's read this again, verse 2. If you will not hear, if you will not lay it to heart, if you keep hearing these messengers of the cross, the focus of the cross, and you stay planted in those dead places that refuse to begin to be determined to know nothing else, If you will not lay it to heart, which means take it to heart, if you refuse to give glory unto my name, and we don't get to choose to do that however we want to. If you give glory to the name of the Lord, it's only because you're going from glory to glory. And you and I can only go from glory to glory as by the Spirit of the Lord while, everybody say that, while we're beholding that glorious image that we're being changed into. That's the death of Jesus. We're being made conformable to the death of Jesus, Philippians 3.10. We are experiencing God at work. What's he working? Second Corinthians 4.12. He's working death in us. Why? So that the life of Christ can be revealed in us and expressed through us in these mortal bodies to others. He's not being expressed through us without our hearts touching Calvary. See? See that? See, that right there is where this comes into effect. If you won't lay this to heart, if you're not willing to hear the truth, If you're not willing to get back to the place where you can give glory to the name of the Lord, listen, I will even send a curse upon you and I I will curse your blessings. I have cursed them already because you do not lay it to heart. If any come preaching any other gospel than the one I've preached to you, Paul said, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, who is God, he said, let them be accursed. You know, the whole Mormon, satanic religion was birthed because there was a man, was it Joseph Smith was his name, who claimed an angel named Moroni came to him and gave him a whole different Jesus. If he would have known the Word or believed and accepted the Word over-experience he would have made it through that great temptation by that devilish lie that there was another way that there was another Jesus while pretending to be the Jesus of the Bible their Jesus is not our Jesus and many things they believe prove that if he if because listen because he didn't refute that He didn't refuse the lie. He accepted the curse. See, if it's not the gospel, it's a curse. I don't care if you're using God's word. If it's not the gospel focus, it's the the word mishandled out of its righteous context. And outside of God's word in its righteous context, there's a curse. You do understand that circumcision is in the Old Covenant. But if you don't know the New Covenant and you get hung up in the Old Covenant thinking you got to circumcise yourself and your sons that come along, you, you're living under a curse. You're living under a curse. Notice this now. The curse already existed, God's telling. The curse is already there. You just begin to experience it because you won't hear. You won't lay what I'm saying Concerning the gospel to heart. You, you can't give glory to the name of the Lord. And so what happens is we begin to experience the curse of the law, which is what? Separation. Death. Separation. Death is separation no matter how you chop it up and look at it. Death is separation. And if you're told by the Lord as the church of the Lord that you're dead... That means you are now existing in a place without grace and you cannot bear fruit. Dead. A dried up branch. Every branch in me that bears not fruit is going to be plucked out. It's time to start bearing fruit, church. And you're not bearing fruit because you're nice to people. You're bearing fruit because your faith is anchored exclusively in In Jesus and his death on Calvary's cross the Bible goes as far to tell us that if that's not what you're beholding you're not being changed we're not being changed by hard times that come along let me me make sure we say this right and understand it hard times do change us but not not in the way that we give glory to the name of the Lord hard times changes everybody but we're not changed by hard times for the glory of the Lord. We're, ha- we're changed by experiencing what Jesus did at Calvary in those hard times. And then we're going from glory to glory and magnifying Christ and glorifying His name. Everybody's changed because of awful things. The lost world, the saved world, the saved church, everybody's being changed every day because nothing stays the same. Nothing stays the same. Tonight when you go to bed, you'll be different than you were when you woke up. You'll be a little older, you'll be a little closer to Jesus, or you'll be a little farther away from Jesus because you're not idling in one place, my friend. Everything's changing, and you're moving. The question is, which direction are you moving? Are you moving closer to a greater enhancement and view of what the Holy Spirit's always delivering you unto, that being the death of Jesus 2 Corinthians 4.11, are you moving farther and farther away from what the Holy Spirit is trying to show you and deliver you unto? Because it's not many things, it's one thing. The will of God is found when, when, when you allow God to deliver you to a submission to the truth of the gospel, the message of the cross. I hope you understand that. There is no giving glory to the name of the Lord outside of a recognizable faith in the sacrifice of Christ. Let me say that again. There is no giving God glory. There is no accepting His Word in its proper context. There is no laying the Word of God to heart that can bring glory to the name of the Lord Unless our Father in heaven can find a recognizable faith in the cross of his Son, it's not going to happen. We can pretend and play games and make believe. And and, and messages like this is what either convicts those who say, well, I'm on the Lord, everybody's on the Lord's side, or it convicts and draws us out of all the mess that's out there today. 99.9%. Ninety-nine point nine percent. I was listening to a woman the other day, and man, her teaching on our need to be in the Word and our need to uh, be memorizing the Word and our need to to allow the Holy Spirit to to change us according to the to, to the Word. Man, it was all so precious. Until we got to the, she got to the very end of her of her lesson, and she said uh, that many of you study the word and you share the word but when it comes time to make decisions and our choices are contrary to the word and she said what you need to do this is what she said what you need to do is that you just need to tell god you will do the word i will do the word. there's no power in telling god you will do the word And if you'll go back to Exodus chapter 24, you will see God's response to his people after hearing the law read by Moses, who their response was, we will be obedient, we will do it. And the Lord's response to that was Exodus 24 verse 8. The response of God through Moses to a people who said, we will obey, we will do it. He said, the blood, behold, the blood of the covenant. Which I've given to you for all the words concern, for, for concerning all these words. You see, the blood, if it's not applied to all the word, we can't be obedient. Because it takes faith in the blood of Jesus to be obedient, even to what we find written in the Bible. Telling God I'll be obedient is not going to make me obedient. My heart yielded to the truth of my Savior's death on Calvary's cross brings me into the very experience of any and all obedience unto my Father. Nothing else. Me telling God I'm going to obey Him doesn't mean that I'm going to find the power to obey. Even if I add the words at the end of my session, now we know all this is by the Spirit of God and the grace of God. Still, if we're not pointing people to where the power of God's grace comes from the death of Jesus we won't have helped them we won't have helped them but we will just have thrown something else on the table for them to add to whatever else they are doing for them to now do this too do this too now do this too and at the end of the year we've got so much that we tried to do it none of it worked even what we thought worked didn't work that was just a good day that was just a good day it didn't work because God's work in us is the work of death. 2 Corinthians 4 and 12. Now then, death works in us, but life in you, the ministry of Jesus from us, requires death. Not just our one time having believed that he died on the cross. See, this is what gets the church in all, all of its trouble. This blanket statement about, well, we believe in the cross too, brother. We preach the cross too, brother. Then while you were arguing with your spouse, you weren't trusting in the cross. You weren't beholding the lamb. You, weren't, you, you, could have, you could have been being changed into that glorious image. But you chose not to be. Or you didn't know how to be. Which one is it for you? You didn't know that your faith had to be anchored in the death of Jesus alone. See, there's a lot of folks that when issues arise in their lives, they start speaking in other tongues, which I hope you speak in tongues every day. I do. But the answer for your dilemma that you seek to stop knocking holes in the wall, to stop arguing, to stop lusting, to stop it's not speaking in tongues. You trusting in yourself now. You say, well, that ain't me. That's the Holy Spirit. Listen, it's you functioning by the Holy Spirit. Speaking in other tongues. I've watched many people get convicted of sin, and they go to speaking in other tongues like that's going to deliver them. It won't, it can't, it never has, it never will. It takes the cross of Christ acknowledged in our heart. Take it to heart. Hear the voice that's speaking from heaven through the blood, Hebrews 12, 24, and 25. So that you can give glory unto the name of the Lord. Let's finish this now. Verse three: Behold, I will corrupt your seed and spread none. You know, you want to know what's wrong with America today? Oh, who is America today? It's the offspring of a church. What's going on in America today? Is the offspring of a nation that once feared God? I'm telling the truth. Watch. I will corrupt your seed. He ain't talking about your corn seed and your your wheat seed. He's talking about your seed, your lineage. Behold, I will corrupt your seed. You, You know, every day almost we hear of somebody who's out there living. I mean, even some people claiming to be Satanists that say they used to be in church. They was raised in church. How'd they end up being a Satanist if they were raised in church? When the Bible says if you train up your child in the way they should go, they won't depart from it when they get older. That's because we taught our children the way was the church, and the way is not the church. The way is the Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrificial work of death on Calvary's tree. See, that's what they didn't know. So they never knew a power. So satanic power is real, my friend. It's real. And the power of God is more real and more greater. But but, but our children have to learn it. Look, I will corrupt your seed and spread dung upon your faces. Even the dung of your solemn feast. This means God said you're going to wear what your faith is in. You're going to wear it. And, and, And look. And one shall take you away with it. This is what the New Testament teaches. That we, if, we go, if we go back and start living as though we're under law instead of the grace that Jesus tasted death by, moment by moment, then we're, listen, we're going to be carried away again and become slave again to the sin nature that once dominated us when we were under law. And I'm not saying you're going back under law, but I am saying this, and I'm not so sure we don't when we're not trusting in the cross, but for sure (coughs) we go back under the curse that's under the law when we try to live as though we're under law again when we've been brought from law to grace. Sin, the sin nature, Romans six fourteen, shall not have dominion over you because you're no longer under the law but under grace. There's dominion of the curse that's under the law to those who live as though they're under it by do's and don'ts? By well, you know, this is the move of God. If we'll do this, if we'll find someone to give tithes to, and then they tithe, and all this covering mess. Listen, you covered by the blood of Jesus. There's so much wrong in the church today, and the church don't like hearing this. Th- those who are deceived thinks the church is better off now than it's ever been, when in all reality, it's worse off and more sick than it's ever been. And the picture of it from the Old Testament, one of the pictures in the Old Testament, is when the Levites came out from among all of the 12 tribes of Israel, and even when some of their own families wouldn't come out, they did. So because of that, watch. Verse 4. And you shall know that I have sent this commandment unto you. God's making it known today, the message of the cross. He's even teaching the church now what it means to be determined to know nothing other than Christ and Him crucified. Many are bucking this and rebelling against this and kicking against this. But they're kicking against and rebelling against God, not just some men and women who are learning, learning, to be determined to know nothing other just like the Apostle Paul did. Listen, every move of God such as the message of the cross coming back into the church is going to be lamb blasted with ridicule and all sorts of, uh, uh, you know, discrimination, criticism, and persecution. Especially when the Lord begins to show you that He's not working in anything other than this one thing. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. Psalms 33 and 4. Write it down. Check it out. God bless you. We're out of time. I hope you've been enlightened, encouraged, and edified today through the word of the Lord. And I hope you've hearing, I hope you're hearing and you've accepted God's calling you out from among everything that's nothing more than idle building, golden calf building back to the place of the sacrifice. God says gather my people unto me, those who've made a sacrifice unto me. Psalms 50 verse 5 I believe it is. God is gathered around the sacrifice. The, the rock that the water comes out of, that's where our God is standing. And I praise God for all of you soldiers of the cross, for it is you God is using to send the wake-up call out to his people that they would awaken unto righteousness and come back to the place where he began his work of death in them so that, that He, through them, can express His Son. God bless you. I love you. And I hope that you tune in every week with us right here live on the Crossway Church, Queen City, Texas Facebook page. And these sessions are always uploaded later to the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. If the Lord stirs your heart to give Him an offering through this ministry, you can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com, or you can simply text the word GIVE to the number 903-231-5950. And remember, the website is secure. It is secure. Your credit card information is secure. And be sure and click on the store icon on the website and see the commentaries that are there. There are two new Ebooks available that you can download for a donation that's listed there uh, in the store. Go to offerings or gift offerings and click on ebooks, and you'll see that, that the, the book, uh, 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 Let's Talk About Righteousness, and now Romans chapters 1 through 4, are there in downloadable ebook form, and we'll be doing more of that in the very near future so pray for us and uh, you can help us donate give to the Lord for the work of the Lord which is always the focus of Calvary God bless you I love you and I pray the Lord's touch be upon every aspect of your being body soul and spirit I'll see you next time right here until then stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and him crucified we'll see you then